going on, Geeks Vibes Nation? Welcome to an all-new episode of Geeks Against the Grain. As usual, I am your host, Juwan. Uh Before I introduce everyone else, I want to give a huge shout-out to Kanan for um, giving us our brand-new theme song. That is a new theme song, not a new show, just a new theme song. Um, I definitely got a Scarface vibe from it. Like, I should definitely be dancing with Michelle Pfeiffer and doing cocaine. Um, but I enjoyed the theme song. Um, it's a great new addition to the show. And without further ado, let's get into our panelists. Let's start with AJ. What's going on, AJ? What's up? What's up? I'm ready for this. Not ready. But anyway, <laughs> let's just get into this. AJ is very sleepy. Um <laughs> Very bad uh, on my part for not reminding him uh, when we were doing the show. So I kind of, I guess, kind of somewhat woke him up or prevented him from sleeping. Um, that's my <laughs> fault. So let's put that out there. Um, but glad to have you, AJ. Uh, next up is the world-famous interviewer himself, the famous Dom. What's going on, Dom? <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, hopefully... Uh... My list is good. I, I worked on it a little bit, and uh, I, I have a little bias on one of them. But, uh, yeah, it should turn out good. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, if everyone has not, uh, go to our YouTube, check out Dom's uh, red carpet event. What's the name of the movie again, Dom? Uh, Bennett's War. There you go. Make sure you guys go check out that, that entire video. Dom did an amazing job. Uh, and that's why Dom is now called the world famous interviewer, uh, especially if he's on station. Uh, he handled himself out there. Proud of you. Uh, make sure you guys go check out that video. Uh, next up, the host in the face of Top Ten. Tia, what's going on, Tia? You know, Joan, that new theme song at first, I was not expecting that in my eardrums, but then I just need some glow sticks to dance. So uh, I think it accomplished waking us up at this time. A hundred percent. Cannon definitely set up a party vibe. Like, after the guys are, like, cheering, it does not let you know that you're about to get into, like I said, um, <laughs> very much a Dancing with Michelle Pfeiffer cocaine vibe um, from the intro song. But it's amazing. Uh, I, I had a lot of fun when he first um, sent it to me. So glad we got it. And, yeah, I probably should have given you guys a warning about how loud it was going to come in, but where's the fun in that? Uh, <laughs> introducing. New to the show, co-host of Nerds with Friends, Christian. What's going on, Christian? What's happening? What's going on, guys? First off, am I the only one on cocaine? Because it's kind of the vibe <laughs> I'm getting. You was are. I... Uh, I did okay, not no, I, I was today. <laughs> okay, that's that's cool. No, uh, yeah. No. And, uh, interesting, the... uh, interesting. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, not a problem. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the family. Um, let me introduce what we will be talking about today. Today we are going to be um, talking about new characters we would like to see brought into the MCU, preferably in Phase 5 because we know we're getting in Phase 4. Um, we're not only going to tell you the characters we would like to see, we are going to fan cast them. Um, we had a lot of fun last time we did a fan cast episode with the Batman. So this should be just as much fun. So let's dive right into it. Christian, you started, uh, so I'll let you go first. What is the first character, um, an actor or actress, you would like to see um, introduced in the MCU? 
So I'll I'll start with my wackiest one first. Uh, I would love to see Modoc. I would love to see a treatment of Modoc. Uh, anyone's not familiar, mechanized organism designed only for killing. So I don't know. I'm sure you guys know like just a big old bobblehead in the Marvel universe. And who I would cast would be Danny DeVito, because let's face <laughs> it, he's not going to require a lot of makeup. You know, like not a lot of CG to have him in there and in the seat. So I think that'd be kind of cool to see. Yeah, no, I'm completely with you. It's funny because every time someone says they want to see MODOK, I always remind people we kind of did. Um, we did and we didn't. And what I mean by that is MODOK was, I guess, somewhat introduced in Winter Soldier. Um, that was what that program was. Remember when Cap and Black Widow were blowing up in that um, that bunker? Um, that is yeah, who yeah, yeah. that scientist was supposed to be, like, quote-unquote, um, so technically that was MODOK. I would actually like to see that actor come back as MODOK. Um, I think he had a great voice for MODOK. Um, I really enjoyed what, uh, the Russos did with that character in Winter Soldier, but to see that physical manifestation of MODOK would be amazing, especially now that we've come so far as to see how great Thanos looked, how great the Black Order looked. Um, MODOK visually would be a lot of fun to see on the, uh, the big screen. Um, now that I want that giant getting... head. I want those little legs. I want those tiny T-Rex arms. Like, I need to see that. <laughs> now that we got, uh, we know that we're getting a comic accurate, um, uh, Zemo. Who knows? Maybe Zemo forms his own team and MODOK is, is his go-to guy. Maybe that's somebody he puts, uh, part of his team. We do not know, but that is a very great villain to issue into uh, Phase 5 and going forward. MODOK is a great villain. It just sucks that all these villains that were great um, we'll never see Iron Man go up against, we'll never see Cap go up against. Like, it irks me that we're now getting, like, the real Mandarin in Stark is Dead. Like, that that, that will forever uh, upset me. Uh, that and Tia knows the fact that I never can get the Illuminati now. So, that, that that's just, I'm crying now. Anyway. Um, I mean, technically, you can still get the Illuminati. <laughs> no, no, technically, no. You can. There's no Professor X. No. Technically, technically, um, Mister Fantastic is the leader of the Illuminati. So I'm just gonna put that out there. You're not wrong, but you know I want Iron Man and the Illuminati. <laughs> you know this, okay? You know this. Don't even float around any other idea. Um. Anything else, Christian, before we uh, we pass it to the, the next version? Well, we're doing one at a time, right? So I, I got other yeah, ones. But... No. no, no, no. I just wanted to know if you wanted to add anything else about uh, MODOK uh, be- before I pass it on. Nah, man, I think you said it all. All right. Um, next up, actually, I think I'm going to go next. I'm going to do mine really quick. This one I love to death. Um, I want to introduce Nova, but the person I want to play Nova is Justice Smith. Um, he really blew me away with his acting performance in Detective Pikachu. And again, no. Was that movie an Oscar kind of movie? No. So the acting shouldn't have really blown me away. But I just love uh, his range. Um, and I think he'd be a great Nova, especially if they go the route of having um, Ryder pass on the mantle to, uh, to Nova and him just not really wanting um, to embrace that he's now a hero. 
kind of like the the evolution you, we've seen Spider Tom Holland Spider Man go through. I would love his Nova to kind of go through that. I also don't really want Nova to be that young, like in his teens. Uh, I know that's what Nova has been in the comics lately, um, but I kind of want an older uh, Nova, like just as I think is in his early maybe mid twenties. He's not too. Uh, he's not like thirty, thirty five or anything. Um, so I think he could still pull off a younger uh, Nova. But um, I'm going Justin Smith as my um, as my Nova. Now I'm going to pass it on to Dom. Dom, what you got? Uh, what are you putting on your list, man? So I think my first one would be um, Black Cat, and uh, I chose uh, Natalie Allen Lind. She was in um, The Gifted, and I think for one she has to look for it, and since she's already, you know, kind of part of Marvel uh, indirectly since she was uh, with Fox. Um, and she's already done you know, the action and whatnot, I think it would be a good fit. And I, I kind of want to see now that uh, we have, you know, Peter with MJ, I want to see it get kind of interrupted by someone who has more of a uh, sex appeal to kind of possibly lure him in the opposite direction, especially if they're going maybe to him getting older possibly. I don't know how far the – the next age jump is going to be the next Spider-Man movie, but I'm guessing it's going to be eventually towards the um, end of high school or college, so I think it would be kind of interesting to see. Yeah, I had this conversation with Joelle. Black Cat, to me, is strange, only because she's overly um, sexual in the comics, uh, especially to, to Spider-Man. Uh, I don't know how right. that would look. Um, because right, of how right, right, young right. they've made the world of, of Spider-Man. But Tom Holland in real life is like 20, 20, 21, around there, I think. Um, so, I mean, at some point, you're going to have to mature the kid up a little bit. Um, like, yeah. I want the awkwardness of MJ watching Black Cat kiss Spider-Man and then, like, her talking to Peter, like, I saw that. Like, who is this? Like, who who is she, you know? Like, I want that right. awkwardness. Um, so it'd be really fun to see played out. Um, I just think if they introduce Black Cat, she will not be as overly sexual <laughs> as she was in the comics or in the cartoons. Because um, obviously I think she would exceed it. The one intriguing thing I always thought of um, was making Black Cat older. Not much, but just a little older than Spider-Man. Um, so she's not in high school. She might be in college. Um, and she thinks Spider-Man is older. Um, and she completely freaks the day she finds out, like, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Um, but right. I don't know how you introduce things like that now. Like, it'll be interesting to see how they do part three. The world now knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Right. Um, right. So well, it'll be difficult well, I mean, to introduce. It, Go ahead. Well, I, what I was going to say is like, they kind of already started that. Like, uh, they did have an adult woman in the bathroom the, in, I think it was Germany and Austria, where, like, she was telling take off your pants. And it's like, you know, so they kind of already done that, where it maybe won't be that hard of a transition to have, like, an older woman, like, tell him what to do, since they already kind of, you know, did that earlier. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I, just, who knows? I like the idea of it. I like the idea of Black Cat being a little older and her thinking Spider-Man is, is older, only to find out that he's a kid, but that... The idea of that won't exist because the world down knows that he's Peter Parker. So it, it'll just be interesting to see how they get themselves out of it 
I always wanted the dynamic uh, of the third movie to be Liz Allen comes back. Um, and she comes back obviously wanting to pick up where they left off, but he's now with MJ. Um, so the dynamic of him trying to, you know, make things work with MJ, you know, meanwhile her not getting jealous of Liz being back. Um, I think that'd be a great storyline, especially if you're now trying to introduce the idea of Sinister Six. So obviously Vulture would be back. Um, so it would just be interesting. But Black Cat, I'm 100% um, cool with seeing. It's just how they do it. Because um, I obviously don't want you to water her down, but I also don't want you to make her comically uh, overtly <laughs> sexual. Like, it'd just be weird. Um, but yeah, Black Cat, I'm all down for. Um, I think Tom Holland would, would would work that awkwardness very well. It would make yeah. you feel weird how weird he feels. Um, <laughs> so I think that would be great. Um, so good pick, Tom. That, that's a really good pick. I would love to see Black Cat. Um, excuse me. Sorry. I'm almost choked. Tia, sorry. Um, who would you like to see introduced in uh, in the MCU? Well, first of all, don't choke, John. You do. <laughs> um, <laughs> but all right, so my my pick is a is cheating kind of a little, just because it was mostly inspired by boss logic. But now that it actually occurred and happened, it's something that I can't get out of my mind. And it is Mustafa Shakir as Doctor Voodoo. I don't know if you've seen the uh, Boss Logic mock-up. It looks freaking amazing. I've really liked Mustafa Shakir since seeing him in, obviously, the second season of Luke Cage, but also in an episode of American Gods Season 2. And he's an actor who I really would just love to see more so on the bigger screen. And because he kind of already played this, like, voodoo deity in American Gods, it would be really cool to also see him kind of essentially play a very similar role within the MCU. And, again, the mock-up just looks so freaking cool that it's all I want to see now. What movie was Boss Logic um, saying that uh, he wanted Voodoo to be in? I, I can't remember the, uh, the, the post. I don't know if it was a specific movie or uh, maybe just simply wanting the character out there. Maybe something like Doctor Strange or, you know, whatever have you. But it would be interesting, some of those characters that maybe aren't, you know, necessarily as known um, come into the MCU. Or I believe almost he was doing it for, like, a Blade mock-up. Because the whole thing was, like, on uh, Instagram, Mustafa said that apparently some people were suggesting him as Blade. And he was saying, you know, thank you for thinking that, but uh, I think Marshala uh, Ali should get that, and I would like to be something like Dr. Voodoo. Yeah, I mean, I would love that. I would love to see uh, those two um, face off the, the villains of Luke Cage taking on each other uh, again <laughs> in, in Marvel. I, I would love to see that. Um, Mustafa is a very good actor. I, I thought he was. I thought he stole the show in in Luke Cage season two. Uh, I just also I wasn't that blown away by um. Uh, I can't remember his name. Who plays Luke Cage? Mike Holter. Um, so I, I don't think that was hard to do. But he was really, really, really good. Um, in a season that I thought if you didn't have him, it might not have been as strong. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm down to see him anytime he wants to, to do anything Marvel or superhero. 
Um, so that'd be a great thing, a great addition. I do remember the photo. I just couldn't remember um, the dialogue that Boss Logic had around it. But, uh, yeah, that's definitely a character that would be interesting, uh, to say the least. I don't know if they would do it as a uh, main villain for Blade, um, but to see him in any capacity would be a lot of fun. Um, really good pick, me. I really like that one. Yeah, I um, just... Uh... Go ahead. I, uh, I think that's a, a really good pick, too, because I just um, started reading Savage Avengers, and Dr. Voodoo was in it. So it's kind of it's kind of relevant, too. Yeah. And uh, to me, Feige's going to find a way to uh, – I really do think Feige's going to find a fun way to, if he does not resurrect the Netflix uh, Marvel Universe to find a way to get those guys into the, the current MCU somehow. Um, and I think that would be a great way to get uh, Mustafa, right? I'm saying that right? I don't know why I thought it was Mustafa. Yeah, I was trying my best not to say Mufasa. Um, but, <laughs> um, it would be a, it'd be a lot of fun to see him again in the MCU. Um, AJ, I gave I gave you time, man. Which what, what you got? Who you uh, who you put All on right. the list? Alright, I'm in the hype right now for like Wu Assassins right now. I think it's really good, so I want I'm gonna choose the actress from there. I'm gonna choose um Celia Au, I think that's how you pronounce it. And I'd like her to play uh Cindy Moon Silk mm. in the MCU. Yeah. Uh if if um Kevin Feige goes the route and Sony goes about as Peter Parker goes to college for the next one or after that one. I would like to get her introduced into that world and you can just she's more like a mysterious character to Peter's life and more like an enigma type character. I would I would like to see those two interact. She's a fantastic act, fantastic actress. So she was also in um Iron Fist for like an episode. I just want to point that out, but <laughs> which was terrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. she's artist. She's literally like a she's amazing with fight choreography. If you guys watch with Assassin, you can tell that she's one of the best. Um, what is it called? Um, choreographers to um, for this business. So. I would like to see her with the action side and the action side for Silk. Yeah, I, I did always want Silk to be around the age of where they're at now for um for the cast. Uh, but yeah, the, the college route to me completely makes sense. Um, and you know, you wouldn't really have to try that hard to make it make sense for her character to be introduced. Silk is is a character that is slept on. Um, so if you can introduce her, I'm all I'm all game for it. I think into the Spider Verse, the sequel, they had made plans on um no, I'm sorry. They were gonna do an all female Spider Verse movie and introduce her. And I was so excited for that. Um she definitely deserves her time to shine. She is the most slept on of all the webheads. Um so I would love to see her character introduced. Um really good pick AJ. That is a slept on one. Uh still is a hundred percent slept on. Um, all right, uh, let me see. Let me go back to Christian. Sorry, forgot the list. Christian, who else so would you like to see? Full, um, we're completing the cycle, full circle. Exactly. So, yeah. um, <laughs> um, you know, I will, I mentioned this on Twitter, and I got some people, for whatever reason, they were getting mad at me, they were getting upset, 
But I, you know, I will fight anyone for this, but I would love to see Hercules in the Marvel Universe. And I thought they were hinting at it when they did Thor Ragnarok in the arena when Thor is fighting. He's holding uh, Hercules' mace, and it's the same shape, same form. And if you look at the uh, the bus in the back, they had uh, Beta Ray Bill. They had what I thought was Hercules on there. So, But I think he would be great for the comedy. Um, and his run right after World War Hulk, was I thought, was so awesome. That's when I fell in love with the character. Uh, and then you can bring Amadeus Cho. That would be also awesome. If later on they're going to switch the Hulk, you know, that's another route of going. But if I had to cast it, um, I think these two guys, either one can do it. I think they have the look. Um, I don't know about the comedic chops, but I would say Carl Urban, just because I love him and I think he should be in everything. I think he's a totally underrated actor. He doesn't get enough parts. Or uh, Joe Manganiello, who's built, you know, he's built for it. He doesn't really got to put on much weight. Or muscle weight, you know, but I don't know if he can handle the comedic parts. But, you know, I haven't really seen him in anything comedic, but he's definitely got the built for it. Uh, Carl Urban should be in everything. Um, and that's not even me exaggerating. Like, literally, just cast him for everything, and he's going to make it uh, so much fun. Um, watch the boys if you don't believe me. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that's just yeah, amazing. I, yeah, I 100% think Carl Urban would be great at that. Uh, and also, I would love that because I don't count Thor Ragnarok as an actual role um, for Carl Urban because that just that was a waste. Um, that was an extreme waste of a guy. Like, roles like that are why people don't give Carl Urban credit as an actor. But, Juwan, that was – I'm sorry, ahead. though. That no, role was hilarious in Thor, Ra- in Thor Ragnarok. I got these from a place called Tex Ass. <laughs> no, I mean, he I was funny, off. but to me, to me, I think to show how dope Scourge is, to make him, to have uh, comedic moments, you know, fine, but make him a little bit more serious, make him a little bit more dangerous, um, you know, make it a little bit more like the comics, and I think they got so much away from it. Um, they just kind of seem silly. Like, and to me, it's like Carl Urban can do much more than just be silly. Um, and oh. I kind of wanted Scourge to be a mix between. I actually would have preferred Scourge to be somewhat like exactly what he was in The Boys, um, to where he was very serious but had great comedic timing. Um, you know, kind of be a blend of that. Like to me, I just thought his role in Ragnarok was just way too silly, and it was off-putting. Um, yeah, I don't even that, care if they bring true. him in. I, I, I don't even care if they bring him as a stupid alien. Fuck it, whatever. Hercules is an alien, I guess, like <laughs> Thor, you know. But I would love it that he'd be sure. a demigod. You know, we can see yeah. some other stuff going on. It'd be great if they start showing the gods. I feel like there's a lot of great uh, Marvel stuff with the deities that there's so much potential. I mean, even pull them from the next dimension. If you're going to do it from the Doctor Strange, fuck it. They're not from this dimension. They're from a different one, whatever. Like, they, they're coming from wherever. Yeah, I mean, I would even like the idea of Joel threw this by me. He was like, now that we know Loki exists in a different timeline, what if in that timeline, um, you know, it's a different Scourge, a more accurate Scourge that actually works with Enchantress? And I was like, yeah, I would freaking love that. Like, that'd be great. Have Carl Urban come in, um, you know, reprise his role, make an appearance in the Loki show. I would completely love that. I think that'd be so much fun. Loki just having a band of of his own villain team, 
um, with, with Scourge and Enchantress. That'd be so much fun. Um, but yeah, him is Hercules, and that was Hercules uh, on the bus. Um, I'm trying to think of the other. Uh, there was a creature, um, Beta Ray Bill, Beta Ray Hercules. Bill. Yeah. Yeah, there was another creature that's green with like this weird mouth. I, I can't remember his name. Um, but Hercules was on that bus. So huge shout out to um, uh, God. I can't remember his name. Uh, Taika Waititi for throwing that in there, letting us know that Beta Ray Bill's coming. He should have been in Ragnarok, but he's coming. Um, but, yeah, re- really good pick, Christian. I-, I like that. I think Hercules should be introduced. I think he was rumored to be introduced. So we'll see if they actually, um, you know, do it maybe in the next door movie. Um, but, all right, let's move on. My next pick, I am actually going with Silver Surfer, played by Ricky Whittle. Um, Ricky Whittle would destroy that role as Silver Surfer. He would be haunting. The voice would be there. Um, the presence, like you wouldn't have to do with what you did with Lawrence Fishburne, which is pretty much just having to do voiceover work and someone else be the body. Um, and I think you could expand Ricky Whittle's, um, like his character. So his character could be in a Doctor Strange movie. Uh, his character could be in a Thor movie. His character could be everywhere because it's a cosmic entity. Um, and just seeing the idea, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this together. So this was my one, two punch, Ricky Whittle as Silver Surfer and Ian McShane as Galactus. Don't have to worry about anything else. Take my money now. That is what would sell a lot of tickets. Hearing that ominous voice of Ian McShane, um, and then Ricky Whittle as Silver Surfer, Tia bringing American gods to the MCU, like what's wrong with that, right? Beautiful. Um, so that would Beautiful. be that would be my one-two punch for um, Silver Surfer and Galactus. Ian McShane for Galactus, just the voiceover, obviously, and uh, Ricky Whittle as Silver Surfer. Um, let me pass it on now to Dom. Dom, who are you putting next up on your list? So uh, I know because they're going to have to <laughs> uh, introduce Wolverine eventually into the MCU, and yep. I, I don't know what they're going to do with, um, you know, X-23, how that dynamic's going to work, and if they're going to omit that, but if they don't use her, I would like to see Dakin. Um, I feel like we don't, they don't need to do an origin story. You can have it a whole different kind of time timeline for him to where he's already uh, you know, been married, and, you know, he has this illegitimate son that he doesn't know about. And so uh, initially I wanted Ryan Potter, but I know he's playing Beast Boy uh, in Titans. Uh, so I decided to go with uh, Manny Jacinto. Uh, he plays uh, Jason on The Good Place. Um mm-hmm. And, you know, he just got cast in, uh, you know, Top Gun. I think he'd be a great role. He has the look. Uh, they might have to, you know, of course, shave his head a little bit. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see the dynamic of Wolverine having a son who's kind of a villain, partly because he's pissed off that his, he doesn't know, he didn't know who his dad was and why. Yeah. And it also could introduce Dark Avengers if they wanted to go that route as well or if they want to um, – 
uh, an apocalypse route to where he, you know, death, uh, one of the horsemen. So I think that could be a, a great spinoff they could do. The only issue with that is they're not going to go origin for Wolverine. I don't even think they're going to go origin for the X-Men, period. Um, right. So it'll be an already established Wolverine. And since he's been alive since the beginning of, of time, I'm exaggerating, but he's been alive for forever. <laughs> Um, you know, there's a lot about his past that we don't know. So kids could be part of that past. I just don't think they're in a rush to introduce kids because of how well Logan was. Um, you right. kind of want to separate yourself. Now, having a son instead of uh, obviously them going the route of the daughter would be different, but it's so fresh. So you don't want to introduce a kid So maybe way down the line. But it all depends on who you cast as Wolverine. If he's supposed to be younger, we're never getting kids. If he's supposed to be older, it'll be a long time before we get it, but it is possible for us to get it. Um, it's a character, his son is a character I fell in love with when I read the comic of um, Deadpool Kills Wolverine. Um, I think that was the name of the comic. Uh, Deadpool was trying to figure out ways to kill, uh, to kill Wolverine, ends up trying to drown him. Um, Wolverine's son saves him only so he can kill him himself. It was really weird dynamic. Um, <laughs> but that was the first time I had ever heard of the character, and I thought I thought he was super dope. That's who I thought X-23 in Logan was supposed to be. But obviously right. it's more adorable to go the younger the younger daughter route than the murderous older son. Um, so <laughs> it made sense. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it, it's a character that could be introduced. We now have Disney+. Plus. So maybe it's a maybe he gets introduced in a show. Um, I think that would be more reasonable. But it's so much to play around with. But I think Feige's mindset is anything you saw them do in Fox, we're probably not going to touch anytime soon. So that's just something to, to keep in the back of, of of everyone's mind. That apocalypse probably won't happen. Um, Dark Phoenix probably won't happen. They'll probably go other routes, which they should. Like. Mr. Sinister. I don't know why it's taking Fox so long to introduce that character. Um, but yeah, so it all depends on the age of the person they cast as Wolverine that we'll know if we get kids. Um, but no, it's a really fun thing. That, like I said, you can explore in a TV show. So, I mean, it's still a possibility. Um, so yeah, uh, who are you putting on the list? Well, to keep in the American Gods route, right. I'm going to... Put- I'm going to take uh, Yesedi Bacadi. I don't know if yeah, I'm pronouncing yeah. her, oh her name. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, have others, I have others on my list that I can throw out there if you want. No, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm sure AJ can agree with me that we would like to see Yesedi Bacadi as Storm. She is one of the most beautiful women out there, and she has this amazing presence to her that she would just bring such this uh, she would bring that character to life she would do such a amazing job at it i believe that she'd be able to command the screen in any moment that she was on it and it just it would first of all we've already seen the second season how she looks with those cool effects in her eyes and everything I think it would look badass with her with the white hair and like her eyes going all white when she's, you know, using her powers. It would be so cool. I just think that she 
you know, and she's campaigning for it on Twitter. Um, you know, there's this hashtag. It was called like "Shoot Your Shot" or something because after a Simu Liu um, wanted to, you know, obviously have his role, and now he is uh, Shang Chi, and so she's like, you know what, shit, I'm gonna shoot my shot to be Storm, and I really want her to get it because I would absolutely love um, a MCU that's introducing the X Men and has her as that character. Mm. Now, Storm to me, Storm to me is true because since we don't know how the X-Men are going to be introduced, right, I like mm-hmm. the idea that someone said of the snap causing people who already had the abilities in them that the snap fully, uh, you know, produced their powers. Um, so the snap ultimately gave life to, um, you know, the X-Men. Now, it's weird because Charles Xavier and Magneto existed eons ago, um, so it'd be really tricky. Um, I don't like the idea of another universe, and that's how we get the X-Men. It's very lazy. Um, So, I mean, I don't know, but I always want it, and I'll still campaign for it. The newer version of Storm looks exactly like Lupita Nyong'o. So I always like the idea of it being the snack brought out her powers, and she became Storm, only because that's the only way I think you're ever going to get the idea of Storm with Black Panther. I think if you bring in the X-Men, like from another universe or something, I don't think they're going to push Lupita out to bring whoever the new Storm is to be the new love interest. And that will kill me if we go through this MCU and Storm is never with T'Challa. Um, like, that will literally irk my soul. I just beat um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, and Storm is the wife of Black Panther in it. So I'm like, they get it. Like, now does the movie universe get it? Um, so, I mean, she would be a phenomenal actress to be Storm. Um, she could pull off the long hair look. Um, she very much could command the screen. I just don't know if Feige would then push Lupita out and bring in the new actress who is portraying Storm to then be the love interest. Um, so that's the well, only thing that would just hurt me. For me, personally, and uh, please don't, you know, uh, jump down my throat on this one, but I'm only saying that it's not imperative to me that the MCU try to, you know, fit the puzzle pieces together to get Storm and T'Challa together. Because to me, you know, she can stand on her own, and it's not... Um, what's going to call it, like, her role to come into the MCU shouldn't just be, you know, how can we get uh, these two characters together? See, that's why I love Storm. It's not that Storm needs T'Challa. It's 100% that T'Challa needs Storm. And if you wa- if you remember the essence of Black Panther, it was how much he needed the women in his life. Um, Like, obviously, he looked up to his father a lot, but think of everyone else that helped him. They were all women, very strong women um, that he's very dependent on. So Storm would fit right in that mold. Um, And I would even love it. Storm comes in and has drama with his mom a little bit. Like, I would just love the the idea of a really strong black woman coming into the kingdom um, and just pretty much taking over the kingdom as her own, as the new queen. Um, To me, Storm 
existing in the same world as Black Panther and not being with Black Panther Tia is the same thing as Pablo playing Master Chief and taking his mask off, Tia. It's just a no-no, <laughs> oh my okay? God, you will it never is a no-no. <laughs> I will never let it go, Tia. Uh, and I can no, wait for the Halo series to come out, and he, like, has it off, like, 75% of the time. <laughs> I just want you to know, we're going to have to treat Halo the same way we did Punisher Season 2. We're going to have to have two reviews. Mine is going to be yeah. about how stupid it was because he didn't wear his mask, and then yours can be about how much you enjoyed it because you like Pablo Schreiber. Um, okay. So we're going to have to balance that out. Um, but, no, I mean, Storm is someone that should be introduced in the MCU. That's 100%. Um, that's not even something to, to, you know, discuss. She needs to be introduced. I do get your point. Of she's obviously not your damsel. She's obviously not the woman that needs to be dependent on the guy. But that's why the relationship between them is so beautiful. Because I think he's more dependent on her than she is to him. Um, so that's why I want that dynamic. Especially if you get someone of an acting caliber up there with Chadwick. That balance would be so much fun. Um, so that's why I strongly want them, if she is introduced, to be with T'Challa. I just don't know how you make it work with Lupita obviously already being a love interest. So we have Ryan Coogler to blame for that. Uh, no, it's in all seriousness. Um, AJ, who, who you got? Who you putting up? Uh, what new character are you introducing us to? All right, so I'm going to choose Luke Cage. And the actor that's going to play him is uh, Stephen James or Steph- Stephen James, yeah. Um, for me, Stephen James literally like his presence on screen is probably one of the strongest presences I've felt in a while. Um, you have movies like Grace or if Bill, Bill Street could talk or Selma. I just feel like his acting ability is probably on par with even the greatest. There is so seeing him act as Luke. I feel like that he will play, um, be a better Luke Cage than Mike Coulter. To be honest, <laughs> to be honest, I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that, but I, for me, I didn't feel like Mike Coulter didn't. I don't think it was his fault, more the showrunner's fault that the character itself didn't live up to my expectations. But I feel like. Um, Stephen James can, and all he has to do for me is bulk up, and I'm I'm going on the younger route right now. So, him with um, Cindy Moon and Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy, I and um, oh goodness, um, Iron Fist and all of them. I I'm literally just gonna cast all of the um, <laughs> the. <laughs> New Avengers right now. So, yeah, this is my choice. Stephen James as Luke Cage. All right. First, I want to stress, <laughs> as you were saying, I was like, I'm, I'm going to let AJ say it. I, I don't want to, to knock him for it until after he says it. But uh, huge shout-out to Cheo, Padari uh, Choker, who's a huge uh, friend of GeekVox Nation. Um, AJ didn't mean it, um, but I will agree with AJ. Mike Coulter is a bit on the cornier side. Um, he just never really felt like the Luke Cage that I always imagined seeing. Um, but we're going to blame that fully on Mike Coulter um, and not on the showrunner. So I'm going to reverse what AJ <laughs> said. 
It's your fault, Mike Coulter. <laughs> Ko, you're good. Uh, having no, a heart attack. You can over cut there. that out. I I legit, as AJ was saying it, I was just like, oh no, we're really good friends with Ko. <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> um, but no, I um, no. To me, Luke Cage. See, the difficult thing about the defenders, who aren't really the defenders, but the defenders, um, from Netflix. The difficult thing about them is. Um, they're not going to be introduced in the movie, um, only because I kind of feel like Feige gets that there are characters that need to be um, expanded uh, more, uh, you know, through episodes rather than like an hour or two hour uh, long movie. Um, so, I mean, I don't think they would ever be in movies. As much as I would love for Aunt May to tell Peter they just hired a lawyer um, and then in walks Matt Murdock played by Charlie Cox. I would love that. My head Aww. would explode. Um, I just don't think that's that's realistic. Um, I think we're going to go the show route. Now, to your point of going young, um, that is the only thing of Ultimate Spider-Man I despise, Luke Cage being that young. He should not be that young. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it should not be the case. He should be someone older. Um, I always thought Luke Cage should be someone that a street-level hero like Spider-Man looks up to, um, rather than them being the same age. It's just weird. Um, so I kind of don't want a younger version, and that's why I made Nova so uh, well older. Not so old, but older. Um, but Luke Cage is somebody I want to see again. So that is a character, whether it's through shows, through movies, should be introduced again. I will say this, though, AJ. If they did go the movie route, you calling it Heroes for Hire and just doing a Luke Cage Iron Fist movie to kind of make those characters popular again um, and you getting home run names to play both characters would be um, See, would be a home run. It would be a huge home run. I, I'll personally want, if we do get a Iron Fist movie, I'll personally want him to be with Shang-Chi. Yes, <laughs> Just for the action aspect of it, and they actually do have good chemistry from the comics. So I actually yeah. think I would rather have those two rather than Iron Fist and Luke Cage. I can tell you this. I can tell you this right now. Netflix showed how difficult it was to sell a Luke Cage and Iron Fist story um, because no one really talked much about how good or bad the stories were. They talked more so about the characters. Um, so I think if you're trying to resell Luke Cage and Iron Fist, it's in a movie together. Um, and I think that's the best thing to do. Now, for a Shang-Chi sequel, you could easily bring in Iron Fist. Um, Garrett Hudlin, I think is his name, is who I would want to be my Iron Fist. Um, I think he would do a freaking amazing job. Um, but I don't think we will see Luke Cage. I don't think we'll see any of the defenders in the movie. I think they were very specific on they were not in any rush, nor did they want to really bring them into the movie world. Um, so it's more likely we'll see them on Hulu, um, which would be dope. Seeing them interact with maybe Ghost Rider would be really freaking awesome. But um, oh, that would be see, amazing. I'm with uh, I just I want to see Ghost uh, Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, Daredevil. That's it. I, I don't even need anybody. Oh, Punisher. I don't really need anybody else. <laughs> just those four. Like, Jessica can stay gone, Danny, Luke. You give me Daredevil, Moon Knight, Ghost Rider, and Punisher, 
I'm good. I'm a happy camper. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I think there'll be more show, more so a TV show than a, than a movie. But hopefully, we see them again really soon. Um, Christian, I'm gonna go back to you, my man. Who else are we putting on this list? So first, uh, first off, I mean, there was a lot of Luke. Luke Cage talk, so I want to say, I think we can all agree that Tom Hanks would kill it as Luke Cage. Come on, guys. I think no, we, can, we can agree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my guy can do anything. No, I'm just kidding. Um, any role. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, the, uh, the next character I was going to say is um, uh, Hellstorm, or Son of Satan. Um, I think he would fit in well now with Doctor Strange, since they're, quote-unquote, going the horror route. Um, and honestly, personally, just to be selfish, I would love to see a Midnight Suns, like, eventually. I think that would be really cool. Um, so hopefully that this new Doctor Strange movie is going to lend itself to that, but we'll see. Um, and who I would cast, just because I love him and I, I need to put him in something, would be David, uh, David Tennant. I think he would be good. Like, he's, he can do those crazy, like, facial features, um, to try to add a little bit of creepiness to the character. Um, but that would be my next suggestion. Yeah, I'm completely with you. David Tennant's just been as many mm-hmm. things as he possibly can. Um, but his face look, looks really weird, so it's like he could definitely pull off <laughs> something like that. Wait, who um, was that? Son of Satan? Hellstorm? Uh, oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that being in the Doctor Strange, uh, Doctor Strange 3 would be awesome, even though I desperately want the third Doctor Strange to be just Dormammu. Um, but maybe they have a bargain, and maybe Dormammu sends him, and then once he's defeated, Dormammu is the final boss of the movie. Um, I mean, there's different ways you can go about it. Um, but, I mean, that's definitely a character that I don't think a lot of people know about. So um, it'd be great to introduce him in the MCU, make him, um, make him a popular name. They, the MCU is infamous for that. They, they make people that you've never really heard of um, people that you now care about, a la Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, That's exactly so what really, I was going to say. Yeah, that'd be a really, really, really cool character to introduce. Um, and since you're going the horror route, it'll be interesting to see what a PG-13 horror Marvel movie looks like. Um, and I'm glad Doctor Strange 2 comes out well before Blade, because if Doctor Strange 2 is really scary, I'll feel really good about Blade. Um, but if it feels campy and like jokey, I'm gonna be like, you guys don't don't do Blade. <laughs> like I know Mahershala is, is all set to do it, but if you can't make Doctor Strange scary and you're bringing in Nightmare, um, I, I just don't think you can do Blade justice. So to me, that will be what sets up how I feel going into Blade, because um, I just kind of want Blade to be more horror than just pure action like the original three were. Um, so it'll be interesting, but that's a great character to introduce, especially in Doctor Strange's world. Um, I'd actually rather him be in the sequel, The Nightmare, because of how dope that character is. Um, and I think he can take uh, Doctor Strange to the limit, more so than Nightmare can. So that'd be a great character to introduce. Um, and David has Tennant it, has it been confirmed? Oh, so sorry. No, I was just going to Has it been confirmed that it's uh, the Nightmare's the next villain? It's going to be yeah. Nightmare. The, the the rumors, the high rumors are Baramordo comes back um, and Nightmare is the main villain. Now, whether that changes, uh, that absolutely could. So I don't want to tell you that it's confirmed from Marvel. 
I don't think it was confirmed at the panel. Um, I don't think they really talked about the uh, the story and the main villain. Um, but we can all assume it's going to be Nightmare. Um, it's going to be Nightmare and Baramorto will probably find his way in there somehow. Um, if we're just taking uh, taking bets early, it's going to be Nightmare. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't be shocked if they heard this podcast and was like, yeah, let's, let's take Nightmare out. Like, we got somebody better. Um, it's a really good pick, Christian. I like that a lot. Um, all right, so next up is myself, and I'm going – all right. So I got Professor X and Magneto. I'm going for Professor X, Brian Cranston, and for Magneto, I'm going Ralph Thorne. Um, Both are guys that can completely – like, think about this. When we saw Patrick Stewart in um, Ian McKellen – no, was it Ian McKellen that was Magneto? Am I saying his name correctly? Someone, someone help me out? Yeah, I think so. Ian? Yeah, okay. Um, after we saw those two juggernauts, we immediately said, there's no way you can cast anybody else that could be better, or if not on par with them. In comes James McAvoy and Michael Fassman. So to me, how do you top that? You go next caliber. Um, and I think that's Brian Cranston, and I think that's Ralph Fine. Uh, and I think both would do an amazing job. Now, a lot of people are thinking, couldn't Ralph Fiennes just be Charles Xavier? He already is pretty much bald. He could do that in his sleep. The reason I want Magneto is, if you remember, he who shall not be named. Um, Ralph Fiennes plays an amazing villain, like a really, really, really good one. Um, so I think he could do Magneto in his sleep, and that's the next caliber of acting. Uh, like I know a lot of people are saying they want Denzel and stuff like that. I, no, no, to me, no. I, I don't know why I don't like it, but I just don't. Um, so to me, I'm going Ralph Fiennes for Magneto, and I'm going Brian Cranston for Professor X. And to throw this in because it's X Men also, um, I got Charlie Hunnam is my Wolverine. Uh, and the reason why I go with Charlie Hunnam, if anyone has seen Sons of Anarchy, they know that his Jack is a very multifaceted uh, character, uh, plays. The only thing he's really bad at, I always say, Charlie Hunnam is a horrible cry. And I don't mean it like it's not believable. I mean it like he has an ugly cry. Um, so, but when you're playing Wolverine, crying is not something you have to worry about. Um, I know a lot of people don't like the idea of Charlie Hunnam because he's too tall and they want a shorter Wolverine. Um, but I think Charlie Hunnam has the acting chops to be a really, really, really good Wolverine. Um, so those are my three picks for Magneto, uh, Charles Xavier, and Wolverine. Um, so I'm going to pass it to you, Dom. Who are you putting up next on your list? So it's, uh, it's kind of funny that you mentioned Mr. Sinister because that's who I had on my list next. Um, and I got um, – Finn uh, Whitrock from uh, American Horror Story. Uh, that was in the what season freak show, played Dandy. Um, he's got like the creepiness of his. He's just creepy. He is. I don't know what it is about him. Whether he's smiling, frowning, he's just a creepy looking guy to me. Um, <laughs> and uh, he already kind of has an athletic build, so if they wanted him to bulk up, I'm sure it wouldn't be that big of an issue. I'm not really sure where or how they would um, 
want to tie Mr. Sinister in, but I've, I've always wanted to see him. He was always a character in the animated series. He was always a character that uh, I liked, but also, of course, kind of hated at the same time because for some reason he was always – they could never get rid of him. He was like a, a damn roach. Um, but with, you know, uh, Mr. Sinister having so much influence and always, you know, attaching himself to whoever's uh, in power and while he's also pow- powerful himself and kind of playing the puppeteer and, and cloning people as well as himself, and uh, I think it would uh, be a great to see. Yeah, Mr. Sinister is someone you could easily introduce into the not only the X-Men world, but um, the MCU. Uh, I think the first X-Men movie, obviously the main villain should be Magneto, but I would love it if there was someone kind of uh, pulling the strings of whatever Magneto was doing in the movie, um, and then after he's defeated, um, you could say he's in a cell somewhere or something like that, um, and you know you hear a voice, someone saying something like, you told me you wouldn't fail me. And then you're like, who is that voice? Out of the shadows, Mr. Sinister. Um, and he kind of gives like a Thanos kind of kind of answer of like, I'll do it myself. And then he's the villain for the sequel. Um, so Mr. Sinister is someone that's always been very easy to do. Fox has just been scared to use him, and I don't know why. Uh, they had like 90 X-Men movies, and they had, they've managed to have the <laughs> same villain for every X-Men movie. It, it's right. beyond me. It's it's the stupidest thing ever. You would think the only villains in the X Men world are Phoenix, Apocalypse, and Magneto. That's all they've ever shown. Um, so to me, Mr. Sinister is a step up. And I think once you do Mr. Sinister, you do Magneto first, Sinister second. You can then open the doors to do a more appropriate Apocalypse in the yeah. the finale. I think you should. I think. There should never be another Dark Phoenix movie, like ever. I don't even care if I <laughs> I don't want to see the story again. I've seen it three. I've seen it two times. I'm sorry, not three. Um, and both of them were they were worse than the one that came before them. Um, so the more you watch more Batman movies than the story of Dark Phoenix. Very true, but to me. If the movies were good, it balances. So if you're telling me I've had Dark Phoenix like 30 times, but they were all reasonably good, I wouldn't have an issue seeing it a 31st time. But since the both, uh, like both the times we've seen it, they've been horrible. Just stop doing the story. Like just stop doing it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if Batman did Joker four times and three of them were bad, stop doing it. Like see, your odds aren't good. Um, so, so you don't want Fantastic Four. That's different. One, because I enjoyed the first one. I thought the first one was better than a lot of people think. The, the second one, it seemed like no one had read a Fantastic Four comic. And then the, um, the, the newer one, that doesn't even count. Like, that was easily, like, the worst thing ever created. It, it was up there with Ang Lee's uh, Hulk. So I don't count that. And, and again, I'm not saying don't do um, the heroes. Just stop doing the same storyline for the villain in the movie. Don't do Dark Phoenix again. You have other characters to explore in the X-Men world. Uh, we've only seen Apocalypse once, and I'm pretty sure that was Ivan Ooze, not Apocalypse. So he deserves better. Fantastic um, villain, by the way. Amazing villain, but you wouldn't know that by watching the movie, because it well, was I'm really bad. Ivan Ooze, not Apocalypse. Oh, yes. 
AJ. I'm glad. Can you say that one more time, AJ, for the people in the back who keep sleeping on that movie? Tell them again how much you like Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze is a fantastic villain. Thank you. Thank you. So when you guys reboot the Power Rangers by trying to do it the way Stranger Things did, bring in Ivan Ooze. That's a perfect guy to bring in. Make it a scarier version of Power Rangers. Sold. I'll take it. I don't want them to be younger, but I will take it if you give me Ivan Ooze. That is the deal breaker. Um, but, yeah, I'm glad you said that, AJ. He doesn't get enough respect. Uh, but, all right, uh, let's move on. Tia, who are, you, um, who are you putting up next on your list? All right, so you guys should have seen this coming. And, Juwan, I will take your Charlie Hunter, and I will raise you John Bernthal as Wolverine. Um, and if you guys want to know why I think that's a good idea, you go to Geek Size Nation. I wrote an article on it. No, I'm joking. I did, actually. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, listen, no one wants John Bernthal to return as Frank Castle more than I. But if the case is that we don't get that, um, John Bernthal would be a perfect Wolverine. First of all, yes, the guy is not as short as Wolverine is in the comics, but he's certainly not six foot five like Hugh Jackman. He's five ten. He can do the scruffy ass look. He's bulk. He could do brooding. He could do serious. He could do brutal. And if you needed to have Wolverine cry, guess who can cry really well? John Bernthal. So my man is gruff enough, is badass enough that he can definitely pull off a uh, war-torn, world-weary Logan, just like we've seen in the past. And, um, yeah, that's my argument there for John Bernthal as Wolverine in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Listen closely, Kevin Feige. See, it's funny. Even though I picked Charlie Hunnam, like my dream is always for Sony to be just like a douche and take Spider-Man back. And then, like, Spike is like, all right, cool. You want to be a douche about it? Cool. They call Tom Hardy, and they're like, dude, how would you like to play Wolverine? And Tom Hardy's like, hell yes. I'll come right now. And it's like, cool, don't even do Venom 2. Like, don't even worry about that movie. I'm sure you didn't even sign the deal yet. Come on over here so we can screw Sony for screwing us. Like, that is a dream of mine. And I know. Okay, I can't argue Spider-Man. We would lose Spider-Man, but we get Tom Hardy as Wolverine. That's the ultimate trade-off. I've gotten enough Spider-Man movies to have my fill. I need Tom Hardy. I don't. I uh, don't. You're a uh, you would, We need you more Tom Holland. You would pass up Tom Hardy as Wolverine yes. to keep Spider-Man? Yes. Oh, you're crazy. I'm going to have to sec- <laughs> I'm gonna have to second that motion just because Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> that, to be fair, that's biased, though, so I respect it. That's biased. Once I saw that photo of Tom Hardy in black and white with a cigar in his mouth, I'm like, why are we searching for a Wolverine? We have one. It's Tom Hardy. Like, that's just let's the be obvious honest. pick. Let's, let's be honest there. Boss Logic can make a woman look like Wolverine. We'll be all happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a fair be, point. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair. Everything Tia said uh, supporting um, John Bernthal being Wolverine is exactly what you could say for Tom Hardy. Now, whether you view Tom Hardy as a better actor, that's a debate for another another time. But no one could do grunting better than Tom Hardy. 
I legit think in lawless. He didn't say not John, one word. He was just all grunting. John Bernthal <laughs> grunted. In, first of all, not only did he grunt in every episode of Daredevil Season 2, Punisher Season 1 and 2, but every single movie that he's done, he's grunted. I mean, my man can grunt. I love Tom Hardy just as much as the next guy, but, like, you know, you can still have Tom Holland as Spider-Man. You can still have Tom Hardy as Venom if you put John Bernthal as Wolverine. Yeah, but I'm okay making that deal with the devil and losing <laughs> losing Venom so I can get Wolverine. I'm completely okay with that. I, I wasn't that blown away by Venom. I, I'd make that trade-off. I would, I'd make wouldn't, you rather the, wouldn't you rather, though, Kevin Feige bring Venom over to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? No, no, no not over him being Wolverine, no. No, never. <laughs> no, sorry, never. Um, but no, in, in all seriousness, John Bernthal would be a really fun Wolverine. I would have absolutely no issues with him. Um, I, before he was cast as Punisher, would have never thought of him for Punisher. So to me, he would surprise me in a good way, just as much as he did um, with Punisher. So I'd be 100% okay with that. And AJ, you're crazy. Okay, you would give up Tom Holland to have uh, Tom Hardy as Wolverine. You would. I'm telling you, you would. Once that trailer came out, you'd live with it. Uh, <laughs> of course, I'll live with it. But we can still have Spider-Man too. No, no. I'm. I'm. <laughs> Joel says I'm very sick. Like I'm all or nothing. So <laughs> I either have Wolverine without Spider-Man, or I. I don't have anything. I don't want anything. Um, but Christian, we, we heard that you would rather keep Spider-Man. Dom, I am curious. Would you be okay giving up Spider-Man for Wolverine? He's not going to give up on this, I'm, I'm definitely a bigger Wolverine fan than Spider-Man fan, so. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. You tell him, Dom. You tell him that we don't need no more Spider-Man. Wolverine's all I'm saying is Spider-Man and Wolverine have good chemistry in the comics. That's all I'm going to say. They do. John just wants to break Tom Holland's heart. We have Ryan Reynolds in the MCU. Don't you want a Tom Hardy Wolverine to be that overly annoyed Wolverine with Deadpool always in his ear. Yes, you do. Don't even lie. Don't even think about it. You Tom Bernthal can do that. Tom Bernthal can do that. the same result. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to think this one over over a cigar while I'm sharpening my, my Wolverine blade, okay? I'm going to think this over, okay? <laughs> Take it under advice. Um, but no, in all seriousness, Tia, I would definitely love to see John Bernthal at least do something in the Marvel Universe if he cannot be Punisher again, Wolverine would be a great uh, great role for him. He would definitely do good things with it. Um, it's a really good pick. Uh, next up, uh, Dom, I went to you. Okay. I always forget if I, if I go to you, Dom. Um, AJ, who would you like to see? And no, it cannot be Tom Holland as Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to pick Norman, Os- Norman Osborn. Um, my first choice, but I, I completely forgot he's already in the MCU. My first choice was Jake Gyllenhaal, but he's already in the MCU. So what I'm, who I'm going to choose is um, Michael Shannon. Uh, I just think that Michael Shannon can pull off the horrific um, elements of Norman, um, the psychotic, uh, just 
Michael Shannon is a trans. He transforms into his roles, and I feel like that he would just fuck up Spider Man's world, and I would just, I would just completely love it. So yeah, I'm picking Michael Shannon as Norman Osborn. Solid okay. pick. Funny, funny thing about Norman Osborn because I've heard, I've heard everything you just said a lot. Not the casting, just the, the description of um, having someone that could turn into that psychotic uh, Green Goblin. I can almost guarantee you, when we see Norman, we will never see Green Goblin. I believe they're bringing in Norman to replace Tony. Um, so I don't think we will get the Green Goblin. Um, I can almost, almost guarantee you they won't give us the Green Goblin. Now, you want to make a bet? AJ, I, once we get off air, text me. We're going to make this bet. We're going to make this bet because I'm telling you now what they're trying, what I think they're trying to, let me not say it like I know, what I think they're trying to do is the Dark Avengers in the sense of Norman being essentially what Tony was. Um, so that's why when I fan casted Norman, I went for Christian Bale, someone who could be the lovable, uh, not playboy, but the lovable billionaire that could turn a switch and just put on an armor and murder someone. Um, but I like Michael Shannon. If they go ultimate goblin, I do not want glider goblin ever again. I want, I want the beast goblin. And I think Michael Shannon could do that really well. Um, so that is what I would like to see him do if he were Norman Osborn. Um, I think that would be great for him because obviously we see him turn into Doomsday. Um, I would I argue would love... that the glider version of Green Goblin will be better for the MCU just because of Far From Home where they pulled from the horror horror elements with um, Mysterio and the, where he's just fucking up Spider-Man's mind. I feel like that they were going to go on the more realistic side of Green Goblin than what Sam Raimi did with the Power Rangers suit. So I just feel like that Norm, I feel like that Kevin Feige will do Green Goblin justice. Either way, if it's ultimate um, Green Goblin or not, he'll, he'll still do him justice regardless. I the, Feige is built an ultimate universe. Like, his universe is ultimate. Every character you see is ultimate. Um, so I don't see them changing the aspect of that now. I think they're going to, if they do use Green Goblin, I think it will be um, the Beast Goblin. And as far as messing up Spider-Man's world, if you remember in the Ultimate comics, Norman Osborn attacked him at his school. So, I mean, you can't get any more, <laughs> any more uh, you know, threatening than the idea of I know you're Peter Parker. I'll just attack you while you're <laughs> while you're in gym. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, so. while you're getting ready for your next class. Then he also just literally <laughs> had sex with Gwen Stacy too. <laughs> That's yeah. Up. Yeah. So to me I think Beast Goblin would be the way to go. Um but it's funny that you casted Norman Osborne. That was gonna be my next uh pick. I actually have Timothy Chalamet as Harry Osborne. Um, and what I've always conjured up in my mind was you could have, and this is why I said I think they're going Dark Avengers, you could have it be to where Harry is now the kid whose father isn't just the billionaire, the new billionaire in town. His dad is the new Iron Man. And it's the, the struggle between 
now that the world knows Peter is Spider-Man, Harry kind of going like, you know, you'll never be what Tony was because my dad is. Like, you know, and them kind of forming like, um, you know, kind of becoming enemies that way. Uh, and then you could flirt with the idea of down the road Harry becoming your goblin and allow Norman to just be the Dark Avenger um, and let Harry grow into becoming the, the actual Green Goblin. So it could be layered, and I think that would be the better way to go, to layer it, um, because it'd be great, the idea of Harry going to school with Peter every day. Like, I know you're Spider-Man, and Peter's like, I know you're the Green Goblin. And, like, at any moment, they could just start fighting each other. Uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, and I think Timothy, alongside Tom Holland, I think you'd get oh, amazing that, yeah. chemistry between mm-hmm. the two of those guys. Um, and that's why I went Christian Bale as the father. So you have the cool, suave kind of guy. And then Timothy is the shy, quiet guy um, that, you know, takes an issue with Peter Parker. And maybe it's because Peter's the coolest kid in town since they know he's Spider-Man. Harry has an issue with that. Um, it's just so many different ways you could play around with that. But Timothy should be in the MCU as Harry Osborn. No if fans or buts. Whether it's Shannon, whether it's Bill, he should be Harry no matter what. I think we can agree on that, right, AJ? Yes. All right, perfect. Um, so really good pick. Like I said, I want Shannon as Beach Goblin. That's what I want. Desperately. Keep it ultimate. Um, all right, Christian, before we lose you, I don't want to lose you. Um, <laughs> give us another pick on, on your list. It is getting close to my, my Irish goodbye. This is probably my uh, <laughs> my last one before I cut out. <laughs> Um, but I'm switching it up just because his name was thrown out there twice. Uh, Charlie Hunnam. I did have him on my list, um, but I had him casted differently. I had him as uh, Captain Britain, and mm. just because I, I love the MI-13 run, like that was really cool. Um, and they haven't really, outside of, um, I don't remember which Captain America where they did the more stealth. I always get Civil War and Winter Soldier. I believe it was Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier where they did a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I did I like it. that kind of feel, so it would be kind of cool to do it again. And let's be honest, I feel like there hasn't been enough uh, white superheroes out there. I feel like they haven't been representing. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you know, I feel like there hasn't been enough representation for them. No, um, I really like that run, and they've already introduced – there was uh, – the scrolls have already been introduced, and there's a character uh, who – he's a scroll, but he's a superhero. Uh, he's always coming out as a – John Lennon is his favorite form. So that would be kind of – I always loved his little run in the comics. Um, and I was just so bummed out when that run of the comics that they just killed it because I felt it was great and, like, it should have gone longer. So it would be cool to see it now in the in the MCU. Yeah, I'm with you. I just want – I don't think enough people respect Charlie Hunnam. So if I can get Charlie Hunnam in the MCU in a respectable role, sign me up. And I think that would be a lot of fun. I think they need to do more – movies kind of spy-based, um, like Winter Soldier. That was what changed the game. Remember how failed the MCU was kind of getting? That was around Thor Dark World. That was around Iron Man 3, uh, where the movies just weren't necessarily hitting as good. Uh, and then in comes Winter Soldier. And then from there, then you got Guardians, and they just went on a crazy run. Um, so to do a movie kind of like Winter Soldier, I think is overdue. I think Falcon and Winter Soldier will probably be the closest thing we get to that. Um, but bringing in a character like that, I think, would be freaking amazing. Um, and I think Charlie Hunnam could do it in sleep. Um, so, yeah, I'm completely down with anything that forces people to start respecting Charlie Hunnam more and stop bringing up Pacific Rim to me. Um, <laughs> it's just not fair. 
it's not fair, okay? Idris Elba wasn't the best in that movie either. So, I mean, come on. The writing wasn't good. Um, I yeah, feel like I, Idris I Elba can do no wrong. Well, like, I, I, I was okay with him specifically. I thought that, and then I just saw the movie he did with uh, Matthew McConaughey, and then I was just like, maybe maybe Idris does should, should stop saying yes to certain roles. Like, this okay. wasn't it. Wasn't so, it? Little rant, little rant. So you're talking about the Dark Tower, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Okay, so that is one of my favorite books of all time. Like those seven books are amazing by Stephen King, and that story needs to be told. It needs to be told right. And that was such a garbage movie. We talked about it on the podcast multiple times. Um, that definitely needs a Game of Thrones treatment. It needs a lot of money. It needs a long run. Because it's 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 just such a great story that brings a lot of Steve, uh, Stephen King's worlds together. So yeah, that movie was garbage and totally sucked, and it was a waste of Idris Elba for sure. Yeah, it, Idris Elba's. Tia, we had this conversation what two weeks ago about Will Smith. Idris Elba should be really smart about movies he says yes to going forward, or he will start to become Will Smithish in the sense of. Will had a, a really long stretch of movies he should not have said yes to. Um, so it was really good that Hobbs and Shaw was a good movie and not bad. Because if it was bad, I would have been like, Idris, you, you got to stop, man. <laughs> you you got to wait for, like, an Oscar film to kind of get your credibility back. But, um, no, it, it, was, it was a really good movie. And Idris is a great actor. Um, but there is a such thing as a bad script, and I think he's had a few of them in his career, one definitely being Dark Tower. Um, but Dark Tower should be a series, 100%. Uh, I think I heard something about it. It might be a series. I thought I heard something. Um, Supposedly, no. it was going to be movie, series, movie, series, and then end with a movie, but I don't know if they're going to do that. But that the way they did it, like, the book is nowhere near anything what that movie was, like, at all, at all, at all, at all. Yeah, I understand. Uh, <laughs> I never read the book. I know it couldn't have been anywhere near as bad as that movie. So uh, they're I'm amazing. I recommend it. Go for it. Um, Christian, before I pass it on, I wanted you to give um, kind of give us a small little um, drop for yourself, because uh, in case you get cut off while someone else is talking, I wanted you to at least plug yourself um, before that happens. So kind of just really quickly let everyone know where they could find you. <laughs> Uh, so anywhere you listen to podcasts, um, Stitcher, um, Buzzsprout, um, Apple iTunes, everywhere you you can find us there. Uh, you can tweet at us at uh, Nerds with Friend, no S, because someone already took that same at Instagram and Facebook. Um, yeah, mostly a lot of the listens you can go on the site www.nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. You'll find us there. Uh, I love talking to people who listen to us, so feel free to reach out. Promise we will contact you back. I love talking to, to the listeners, and yeah, that's basically it. All right, make sure you guys check out their podcast. It's amazing, and I'm glad to have you guys part of the Geek Vibes Nation family, and I'm so glad that you joined us for the show tonight. It's been so much fun. Um, oh, so yeah, let's, definitely fun. Let's keep it going. Um, I'm up next. I'm going to go um, – all right, so this one I thought about a lot, Dom. It's mainly because I loved Hobbs and Shaw so much. And my one-two punch that I'm going for is Enchantress. Can you can you guess who I'm gonna cast as Enchantress, Dom? Oh, um, Vanessa Kirby. 
You got it. Vanessa Kirby. Oh, um, she that's is a good one. an amazing. I, Vanessa Kirby is so good of an actress. You know what I forgot she was in? And she was in it, like, a good portion of, of the movie. Um, the Last Mission Impossible. Like, I rewatched it the other day. Like, this, that lady looks really familiar. And, then, like, I typed in the cast, and I was like, oh, my God, that's Vanessa Kirby. Yeah, I didn't know she – I didn't remember she was in that movie. Um, but I she watched is a badass. Like, she was. And then you see her now in Hobbs and Shaw. I'm not going to spoil that for anybody, but me and Dom uh, definitely enjoyed that movie. Um, yeah. She would be a great enchantress. And I think you could talk her into the Loki series on Disney+. Plus. Um, I would love it if the first person Loki ran to – after he uh, escapes from the um, the Avengers, is Enchantress, looking for her to kind of help him get back on the saddle. Uh, and those two go together. Um, you might you don't have to have her for every episode, but you can have her for a few episodes, causing havoc with them. And I think that'd be amazing. And to see Vanessa Kirby in that head, um, that, uh, that kind of crown that Enchantress wears, she has the long blonde hair already, so you don't have to change anything with that. I think she'd be amazing for that role. And the next one, the one-two punch that I have, because I love Hobbs and Shaw, is Isa Gonzalez. Can you got? Can, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask everyone if they can guess who I would cast her as. Um, and remember, this is in the MCU. Tia, can you guess who I would I would cast her as? I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? Isa Gonzalez uh, from from Baby Driver. She was also in Hobbs and Shaw, but more more so known for Baby Driver. Do you, can you guess on who I would I would cast her as in the MCU? Ooh, now I'm interested. Tell me. <laughs> I want to see if someone can 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 come close to seeing where I'm going with with Gonzalez. No guess, Tia. I will never guess. I will never guess because all I see her in as is Catwoman. That's all I see her oh, as. Oh, AJ's got it on the nose right now. Which is funny. Wait, I'm gonna ask Dom. Dom, can you guess? Who I would I would cast Miss Gonzalez as? I don't. I mean, the closest person, the person, the closest person I like her look would kind of fit. If we somebody like Electra or something to me. Oh. She would be a great Electra, and I'm kind of jealous that was not my take. So I hate you, Dom. Um, We just (laughs) love Dom, by the way. Also, I just cut him out the show. Um, But no, seriously, (laughs) um, I'm actually going White Tiger. Gonzalez would be an amazing oh, white yeah. tiger, and it's a character besides the cartoon uh, and obviously the comics we have not seen. Um, so that would be a really interesting character that you could bring in. If you do an Iron Fist show, you could bring her in there. Um, Shang-Chi, down the road, you could bring her in there. She's very martial arts-driven. Uh, um, I would love to see her in a Spider-Man movie, but Joel will never let that happen because he hates the ultimate cartoon. Um, so that's that terrible. Apparently is off the table. That, that is a travesty. I agree. I agree. Um, but no, I think she'd be an amazing white tiger, and she'd bring notoriety to it. I, we just finished saying how MCU brings in characters we've never heard of before and makes them uh, more popular. She would be an amazing white tiger, and I think she has star power enough to where white tiger could just be a solo movie of her own. Um, to where I think it would be interesting, AJ, you remember this, in the cartoon, remember how Craven was responsible for, I think, the death of her uncle, I think was yes. the, the storyline, and he was trying to get the charm from her? Bring in Craven. Bring in Craven as, as the main villain. 
Um, you could definitely do that. You could bring in, you could still use Craven for um for Spider Man, uh, but you could also or Black bleed Panther over into or Black Panther. Um, you could also bleed him over for a White Tiger movie. Um, I always thought Claire in the Defenders universe was gonna be White Tiger. There was so much that set up that she was supposed to be White Tiger. I even asked Cheo, and he refused to answer me. So it felt like she was supposed to be White Tiger. Um, the biggest hint was when Danny was like, pick a weapon, and she went for the claws. Like, the stupidest weapon you could pick for someone who can't fight in small distances, why'd you pick claws? Like, you have to get close to somebody to use them. Um, so I thought that was a dead giveaway. But White Tiger, Miss Gonzalez, would crush it. Um, and I think it's time you bring a character like that, because we don't really have that many Hispanic characters in the MCU. So bring in someone like that, make it popular, boom, there you go. Um, but all right, let's pass it on. Dom, I'm going to go to you. Who are you putting on your list? So I have this um, this uh, this vision, I hope, that with uh, Disney Plus that they can kind of do um, – like miniseries with, uh, you know, if you have like a, a run of a comic series that is like a, a fan favorite but not necessarily worth a whole movie, you could, you could make it into like three one-hour episodes or something like that. Um, so I want to, I want to see Ghost Rider. Uh, I want them to be able to do Ghost Rider like it should be done and kind of make it uh, darker and that kind of, you know, Goofy, um, and I and I know he's been mentioned twice so far, but I had uh, Charlie Hunnam as a Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Charlie Hunnam should definitely hire us as, uh, as his manager. Uh, we make sure that we have that guy constantly working. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't have any issues with that. I. I originally had Keanu Reeves as my Ghost Rider. Um, I just think um, he could not only bring a, a level of cool to it, um, but Ghost Rider is somebody that should not have as much dialogue as Nicolas Cage would make you think he should. Um, right. To me, Keanu, God, uh, what he does with John Wick, it's not much dialogue. It, it's so cool because you don't care about the dialogue. You care about the story, and you care about how dope he looks. Um, as Ghost Rider, and I think he could do that in his sleep. But the reason Charlie Hunnam works is if you watch Sons of Anarchy, the guy can ride a motorcycle and look cool doing it. Yeah. Uh, so it's not out of the realm of possibility to put a chain in his hand uh, and light his head on fire. Um, so I think he'd be great as, as Ghost Rider, and I think him being Ghost Rider is more possible than him being Wolverine. Um, so, I mean, I, I love that. I would have absolutely no issues with that. I might even go rewatch Sons of Anarchy after this um, just to get that cool factor back. Um, but, yeah, I love that. I'm completely down for Charlie Hunnam as, uh, as Ghost Rider. All right. Tia, um, who you got next? Who you put next up on your list? Ooh, okay. Uh, uh, I have two that I want to do. Uh, well, since uh, Craven was kind of already mentioned earlier, I am going to be predictable and say that, I, well, first of all, I have two picks, whichever way they decide to go with it. 
Um, obviously, I would pick Pablo Schreiber as Craven. The man is massive and huge and could just play that role. But then also, um, I really wouldn't mind also Mustafa Shakir playing Craven. I think either one of those guys, if they were picked for that role, would absolutely kill it no matter what movie they chose to introduce them in, whether it would be in uh, a Spider-Man movie or Black Panther 2. Um, so oh. that's kind of a dual one if they either want to pick like Pablo Shriver or Mustafa Shakir. The only reason I would lean more towards Mustafa, Mustafa. rather than yeah. Pablo is because he has to have an accent. Now, whether that's a Wakandan accent, whether that's a Russian accent, I need an accent. Like, he cannot just sound American. Like, that, that's, not, that's not allowed. That's not acceptable. Um, we saw Pablo do an accent in American God. It was Irish-ish. More Irish. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I haven't seen a lot of Pablo. I think the only things I remember of Pablo is American God and Law and Order. Um, so I haven't seen much of Pablo. So if he's done Russian before. Uh, yeah, I definitely do. Um, so if he's done Russian before, then I, I apologize. And then I'd be completely fine. His look isn't my issue. Um, my issue is I need the accent. So that's why when Boss Logic said Mustafa, I'm like, sure, because his accent would be Wakanda. So I, I'm fine with that. But he I has have to have an accent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking about accents, because um, obviously I watch a lot of Pablo Schreiber stuff, but it is true. I have not ever heard him do a Russian accent, but that reminds me that we have David Harbour playing uh, Red Guardian. Do you believe that he will be able to pull off a Russian accent? To me, Red Guardian isn't a prominent or a dominant character. So, like, I, I could kind of... I don't want to sound mean, but I kind of care less. Craven is somebody that's been a huge pillar. Like, if you watch Spider-Man the Animated Series, you saw Craven a lot. Um, right. And I think the I think majority of us that want Craven now is because we remember Craven from then. Um, and he had a very Craven's heavy last accent. Punch. Say it again? I said Craven's last punch. Right, right, exactly. So, and AJ, me and you being fans of Ultimate Spider-Man, we saw him in that. Every iteration, Thea, of um, Craven has an accent. There's not been uh, one time we've heard Craven without an accent. So to me, it's like if someone can do it and it's an effortless um, accent that sounds natural, cool. Like to me, Red Guardian is someone we'll only see once and never again. Craven is someone you have the ability to expand. So he could be introduced in Black Panther be exiled from uh, Wakanda, end up in the Spider-Man movie. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you could see him yeah. more than once. Um, Red Guardian's only in this one movie, so if David Harbour doesn't do a good job, no one should really care because that's the only time you're going to see him. Um, Craven is someone you want to see bled into two worlds now. Because um, well, of logic, that... Wakanda. Go ahead, I'm sorry. If it and again, that's why I picked like both of them because I would love to see either of them do it. We've already seen mm-hmm. that um, Mustafa can pull off accents, but I believe that maybe if Pablo was coached properly, he could perhaps like adapt it. I don't think doing an Irish accent is that easy, but for me, I saw I didn't think it was that bad. So 
maybe it could be one of those cases where he would just have to work with a coach. Yeah, no, it's very doable. My thing is it just has to be uh, organic. Like, it has to not feel forced. You know what I'm saying? Like, perfect yeah. example. Elizabeth Olsen should never do a, a Russian accent. I thought, no. Just never. Never. Like, <laughs> that is forced. Josh Whedon forced that on her. I, I don't even know how much coaching she did. Um, but that was horrible. So that's what I mean by it can't sound forced. It has to sound natural. Um, so if he can do it, I, again, like I said, Pablo's body is perfect for crazy. I just have to know he can nail the accent. If he can nail the accent, you got a fan in me, Thea. I'm completely with you on that. I've just, outside of, like I said, American Gods, him doing the um, the Irish accent, I haven't seen him do any other accent. So it would be interesting to see um, how well he could do it. Uh, but I'm with you on the idea of he's built for craving. <laughs> like, his body, he probably wouldn't even have to work out to do it. He would just show up to set like, I'm ready. Where's my line? <laughs> like, that's all I need. So I'm with you. I think he's a great pig, and I think he's a really good actor. Uh, what sold me for him was Law and Order. Um, yeah. Anytime someone outacts uh, Olivia, I kind of pay attention to them. And he outacted her every time. Um, he was amazing. Every time. He stole every, every time he stole the scene. Um, so I'm, I love the actor. I think he's great. I, I was excited he was going to be Master Chief, so I realized how beautiful he was. Oh, my like, God. They're going to show his face. They're going to show his face. I, I'm sorry, T. I'm always going to bring this up to you. <laughs> Wait, you've never, seen De- you've never seen Den of Thieves with, um, oh, God, who else is in that freaking movie? I forget now. Gerard Butler. Uh, Gerard Butler, 50 Cent, O'Shea. Um, yeah. Pablo yeah. was in that. So you've seen no. another Pablo movie. Oh, that's right. Yes, I have. I, I was like, where is he going? Yes, I did see that movie. I'm sorry. I completely forgot about it. Uh, I just like him in that, too. Like I said, I think he's a great actor, Tia. Very beautiful, very built. Gotta wear that mask. If Carl Urban can do it and Judge Dredd, he can take that mask off once, Tia. And we can all agree that's a beautiful <laughs> man. He wore it the entirety of that movie. Pablo Shriver, do the same. That's all I ask. All right, uh, <laughs> AJ. I think we're on you up next. Um, who would you like to see introduced? Who else would you like to see uh, introduced? Sometimes? I'm going to go on the same path as you guys are, so I'm going to choose Craven the Hunter, and but I will choose um, Coleman Domingo. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm sorry if I mispronounced it. Um, I just feel like he can pull off the accent. He's a fantastic um, actor. If you haven't watched Euphoria yet, you must Get on that ASAP. Um, he's incredible in Selma, and I think it was uh, what was the other one? Uh, Lincoln. He was good in that as well. I just feel like he can pull off the intensity of Craven the Hunter. Um, if they go, if actually I have two actors, it's Coleman and then um, Jason Mitchell. If they're if you're gonna go the route of Craven hunting um, White Tiger, I would choose Jason Mitchell as Craven the Hunter. Uh, I just feel like he can also pull off the intensity. Um, of course, he's going to have to have a, a coach for the, what is it called again? Um, God, now I'm blanking. On the accent, there we go. Oh, okay. The accent. Um, yeah, so my it, only... It'll be easy. 
It'll depend on which side we go to. It'd be either Jason Mitchell or Coleman Domingo. My only issue with the first pick, not even going to attempt that name, is if it's the guy, wait, he wasn't, you're not talking about the guy that was Dr. King, right? No. Okay, I'm trying to picture who you're talking about. So then, my mistake. Then I I don't have an issue because I don't know what he looks like. Uh, body is the biggest thing besides um, accent to me. The body has to be has to be built. That's why when everyone you can like, always you can always bulk up the body. You can all, anybody can do that. If you look at Christian Bale, even though he's not even human, uh, you can see he's all he always bulks up or skins down for his roles. You can anybody any actor. If they're committed enough, they'll change their body shape for the role. And I feel like he will do that for that role because he's that good of an actor. Fair enough. Like I said, if you can pull it off, I got I got no complaints. You just got to gotta have the, the look, got to have the actor. If you can do both, I got no issues. I mean, Craven, to me, isn't – like, I don't hold Craven in the same uh, vein as Batman. Like, to me, you have to have a lot. For me to think you're a good, you'll be yeah. good enough to be Batman. Um, so I mean, I don't hold Craven that high, but it's just two things that are just obvious. You have to nail and it's the accent and the the body. Um, so if you could do that, I have, I have no issues. But I don't know what the guy looks like is, is what I'm saying. So um, I don't have any uh, disputes against it. Is the point I was trying to get to? Sorry, it took so long for me to get to the point. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm completely down with, with either or. I refuse to watch Euphoria. That That is just, uh, that show is too confusing to me. Uh, <laughs> so that'll probably never happen. But um, uh, all right, let's let's um, let's move on. Very good picks, AJ and TA. You both are, are nailing uh, Craven. I'm excited for Craven. Goodness gracious. Uh, all right, so next up on the list, I'm going to go, ugh. I'm going to go another twofer. I'm going to go uh, Baker Montgomery um, as Human Torch. I think he'd be an amazing Johnny Storm. I don't think I need to sell you guys on that. I think you guys can oh, understand why that. he'd be an amazing uh, Human Torch. And as my second pick, for the X-Men, we've gone over Xavier, Magneto, Wolverine. I'm going to go Jean Grey. And for Jean Grey, I'm going to go Amelia Clark. I think she'd be an amazing Jean Grey. I think the acting is there. I think if you follow AJ, who apparently is okay seeing the same storyline, and you do Dark Phoenix, you know she can handle that level of intensity. Um, I mean, you can do the same storyline, but it can have a different execution. It'll make it so much better than... Let me ask you this. Let me ask. Even though I completely trust Feige, so I do believe it would be different in all seriousness. But let me ask you this, AJ. What is the difference between the Fox Dark Phoenix? <laughs> What's the difference between those two movies? If, if I may ask you. Honestly, I didn't watch the Dark Phoenix that came out. <laughs> that sums that up, AJ. So why were you arguing with me, man? We don't need another one tonight. You need to see that one. <laughs> Goodness gracious, goodness gracious. AJ just wants to disagree with me today. He's, he's on a roll. Um, but no, uh, Amelia Clark is Jean Grey, Dacre Montgomery as um, the Human Torch, and that's all I'm going to give for now. That's all I'm going to give for now. So I'm going with those two picks. Um, all right, I'm going to pass it to you, Dom. 
who are you putting on your list next? Okay, so in keeping with me wanting little mini series, um, to go along with my Ghost Rider, I want to see The Punisher, and I want to keep it John Bernthal. Um, I think him and Charlie Hunnam, if they were able to do kind of the one of my favorite comics when I was uh, younger was the Dark Design, which is Wolverine, Punisher, and Ghost Rider. And, um, yeah, I think I, I, I would really like to see that uh, kind of a uh, – because since they're all three of the characters have usually very dark um, storylines, and with um, if the Punisher show is any indication that they can have a successful darker show, um, I think Ghost Rider and Punisher with those two actors would be fantastic. Yeah, um, I, mean, I thought I you were trying to recast my John Bernthal, and I was going to be no. like, we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, Tia was ready. Tia was ready to jump you, down. <laughs> <laughs> Tia was ready to go all medieval. Um, but no, I mean, I I like that. I mean, to me, I like I said, if you tell me all I can have is Daredevil, Moon Knight, Ghost Rider, and Punisher, I'd be a happy camper. I wouldn't need much else. Um, right. Because of how deep you can go with those characters, it's just it's the perfect uh, group of guys to kind of just build a story with. Um, and I'd rather that be the next team up that we see is with those darker characters. Um, mm-hmm. I, just, I, I need to be less campy, and unfortunately, that's what Luke Cage and Iron Fist were. Um, so if you tell me I can get a darker world where I can get more serious, um, I'm completely game for that. I actually prefer it now. Like <laughs> that—that's what I want. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? But yeah, so I mean, I, I love—I love that idea. I completely love that idea. And I think Burnsall, Hunnam, uh, Charlie Cox—if you bring them back—I think it makes for a really, really, really fun uh, design of characters and a great story. Um, so hopefully we get that. Uh, AJ. Oh no, Tia. Sorry, sorry, AJ. <laughs> Tia. <laughs> Who would you like to see uh, introduced next in the uh, MCU? I'm going to say really quickly, by the way, I really hope that we see Charlie Cox return, only because I just don't think anyone could execute Matt Murdock um, like, a- as well as he did, just like the eye movement and everything like that. I just don't know how you would get an actor who would be able to master that as well. So if we could see Charlie... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know what's funny? I actually think Richard Madden could do a really good Daredevil. Um, and Too bad he's already cast. No, he is. He is. I'm just... Tia was saying uh, she couldn't see anyone else, and albeit I agree, mainly because of my bias. Cause I, <laughs> I make this joke all the time. Me and Charlie Cox are friends. Like, when I bumped into him, like, he said hi to me. So, like, we're now friends. Um, but, no, uh, I think Richard Madden could do a really good job. Uh, him and I had someone else in mind for, for Daredevil if they were to do a movie. I can't remember off the top of my head. But um, they're just two people. So, I brought it up to say I agree with you, Tia. Not many people can do it. But if I had to choose, I'd probably go Richard Madden. I think he could do a really good job. Um, you know, it's like it's like you had Ben Affleck in that horrible movie, and all he was doing the whole time was looking upwards. And like, have you ever met a blind person? They don't just look upwards the whole entire time. So it was just like 
you know, Charlie Cox got that, like, whole, like, not focusing on one thing, you know, the whole entire time. But anyway, I know that's not the point of this podcast. I just wanted to throw my two cents out there. Um, my next pick is going to be a little weird. And I know that not everyone, like, regards him as a good actor. I personally think that he is a good actor. He just hasn't um, gotten great work. He falls probably into the Will Smith category where he just takes things and probably should be a little pickier about the script. But um, Joel Kenneman as Cyclops. I was thinking about just trying to, like, sit there, put this list together. And for some reason, I can really see his, like, facial structure with the, you know, visor on, I think that he would be a good bill to be Cyclops. I think that he's around a good age for that. I don't want to see a super young X-Men, you know? Um, I was fine with the age bracket of the original X-Men. So I think that if you got Joel Kinnaman in, he would be a really good Cyclops. And I would just, I would think that would be interesting to see. And also, I just really want Joel Kinnaman to get the career that I believe personally he deserves. So being in the MCU would obviously give that to him. I actually had Joel Kinnaman, believe it or not, as Beta Ray Bill. Um, ah. I think the comedic timing of him and Chris Hemsworth would be amazing. Um, albeit you obviously would not see Joel Kinnaman's face because he's Beta Ray Bill. Um, I just think could do justice to Beta Ray Bill. And I don't want Beta to kind of just be a body with someone else being the voice. I'd rather that be all one person. And I think Joel Kinnaman could do Beta Ray Bill. Um, Cyclops? Uh, I mean, yeah, only because I, I, a lot of people are going to uh, crucify me for this. I didn't like the actor from the original X-Men uh, movies. I didn't think he was the best Cyclops. Um, I also don't think they were the best of movies. Uh, I legit think outside of Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart and, and Ian McKellen, the movie was a wash for me. Uh, all, all three of those movies were a wash for me. Um, so I know I'm going to get completely roasted, probably by Kanan, uh, but I just wasn't really sold on his Cyclops. Um, so I'm game for anyone <laughs> to give it a shot. Uh, I really liked what the, the kid from the newer X-Men was doing with Scott. I, I liked this guy. Um, I think he was dealt bad scripts for Apocalypse and uh, uh, what's the other one? Um, Dark Phoenix. But I really like him as an actor. Um, so I would like to see more from him. But as far as Joel Kinnaman, I wouldn't really have any issues against it. I'd much rather see him as Beta Ray Bill. But to me, you know what the biggest uh, defining is for Joel Kinnaman and Cyclops, Tia? It depends on who they cast as Wolverine. Because I need to know that uh, you know, Joel Kinnaman and whoever they cast as Wolverine have great chemistry, like great comedic timing against each other. Because uh, that's pretty much all Wolverine and Cyclops do is just make fun of each other all the time. Um, so to me, I have to know that that is there. So that's the biggest thing I would look forward to, is to seeing that cast for, for Wolverine. And the thing is that I don't know if you've ever watched uh, Altered Carbon that has yeah. Joel Kinnaman in it. But he has those, like, sarcastic quips that he could come out with. So if you had, like, a good Wolverine and they, as you said, had that good chemistry where they can kind of bounce back and forth from each other, that would be great. Yeah. So I have no issue with Joel Kinnaman. I, I know I give him a lot of flack, but uh, uh, 
but uh, I would not mind him as um, Cyclops. Not at all. Um, all right, AJ, we're going to you. Who else are you putting in the MCU? All right, well, I'm just going to do the cast for the Fantastic Four minus uh, the thing because my original casting for the thing was David Harbour. But sadly, and most exciting, that he's already going to be in the Mar- MCU, so that's a good thing. For me, bad thing, because I honestly want him to be the thing. Anyway, um, for Dr. Doom, I have Ben Barnes. Just because he's a fantastic actor, he plays villains really well. Um, for um, Johnny, um, Human Human Torch, I have Zach Afron. I just Zach Afron for me really is starting to become better as an actor throughout the years, which I really like. He can play the hot-headed. Um, if you want to be serious, you can be serious. He, his range is really a lot, so I think he'll do good as Johnny Storm. Um, for Susan, I'll have um, Blake Lively, just because I, I just love Blake Lively. What was that? Anyway, I, I just love Blake Lively. Um, her and the Simple Favor, <laughs> I, I just, Literally just fell in love with her, even though she was freaking psychotic. Um, uh, who else? Uh, Mr. Fantastic. Uh, I have, I don't know how to say his name, um, Michael Huseman. I don't know how to say his he, name. Uh, yeah, I'm not familiar who he, who he is. He, what did you play him? I just had it. Anyway, um, I just feel like he... Actually, let me see where he played him. I forgot what he played him. This was a while back that so I put this on here. here but, yeah, as far he as... In, um, oh, you got it? Okay. Um, he's in Game of Thrones, um, Age of Adeline. Uh, yeah, that's actually basically all. Uh, what did he play him? Oh, he played... um. Damn, how do you say his name? Dario Naharis. I forgot. I don't know how to say his character's name in Game of Thrones. But anyway, okay. he, he's he's a great actor. Um, I feel like he can play the role of Mr. Fantastic really well, and I think that him and Blake Lively will work. Um, chemistry will go well together. So yeah, that's my whole cast for the Fantastic Four. And Doctor. Yeah, Joe. you better you better relax with those um, Blake Lively uh, compliments. Ryan Reynolds does not play. <laughs> be careful, AJ. Just be careful. Um, but no, seriously. I mean, I, I have no issue with that. I prefer Zach to be. Again, I have no idea what DC's doing. They're introducing Batgirl before we even have Batman. Um, so if that's not in the same universe and they're just doing, you know, single films. I mean, um, do they I do they have it already finished? They don't. They're not even start rolling, have they? For Batgirl. Uh, no, but it's their prior. According to the report, it's their priority. So it's something that they're looking to start shooting next year. So we should have a casting, I assume, by the end of the year. Um, for well, that, isn't that in pre-production, isn't it? I don't think it's in pre-production yet. No. Batman. Huh? Oh, the Batman. No, 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 no. That I thought you were talking about. Um, uh, Batgirl. I'm sorry. The Batman. No, it's uh, not Bat- Batgirl isn't in pre-production yet, is it? 
No, no, no. That, that's what I said. I thought you were talking about. That's what I was saying. No, it's, it's not yet. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Zach Efron is who I always wanted to be Nightwing. Um, I still want him to be Nightwing. Uh, I mean, he can still do, be Nightwing. <laughs> yeah, you can't do better charming-wise. Well, no, if, if he's Johnny Storm, Fantastic Four are going to play huge parts in the MCU. There's no way they're going to give him freedom to, uh, to do both. <laughs> Characters, both characters are way dream. too important. You yeah, can always both dream. characters are way too important. Say it again. I said you can always dream. Oh yeah, of course. But then you gotta wake up. Um, <laughs> but, um, I, I do like him as, as Johnny Storm. Uh, he can handle the comedic uh, side of Johnny perfectly. The immature John, uh, Johnny Storm, um, and just seeing Zac Efron as a superhero would be awesome. Um, mainly because I just kind of feel like he hasn't been respected enough. I put him in the same category. I put Charlie Hunnaman. People just sleep on him. Uh, and it's mainly because, like, the last thing they've seen him in was High School Musical. And it's like, you do know actors grow, right? Like, that's not all he's ever done. Um, but, yeah, I would be completely fine with that. I'm still on the Emily Blunt, John Krasinski, till it does not happen. Um, ben Barnes. Ben Barnes, you said you wanted as The Thing or uh, Dr. Doom? Doctor Doom. Ben Barnes would could easily do that role. I just I I only have two people in mind, and that's Matt Mickelson and um, Michael Fassbender. Like to me, those are the only people that could that could do justice for um, Doctor Doom. But I would. Not I'm honestly tired of. I think Matt Mickelson just plays the same character. I I don't know. That's probably just me, but uh, I think I'm going tired of his characters in movies. Okay, That's the only so, reason why I didn't do them. Yeah. Small rule I want to implement on this show. Tia is not allowed to slander Ben Affleck anymore, and you are not allowed to slander <laughs> Matt Mickelson. Um, we just want to put both of those in a jar, close it up, seal it, and throw it in the ocean. Uh, okay, so but only until rule. you... Only until you stop talking about Pablo not wearing the helmet in Halo. You do that, I'll stop the harping on Ben Affleck. All right, well, then forget my rule, because that'll never happen. <laughs> it will only intensify the closer we get to the show coming out. Um, like, I can already see it now. The first official photo that they show us will be him without the bag. I, I, just, I can feel it in my core. Um, so I'm already getting angry. Um, but... Uh, I do like your uh, your casting for the first family, uh, AJ. I just want to see them. I mean, at this point, you can cast dogs and cats. I just want the, the Fantastic Four to be in the MCU um, because it's been long enough. Bring the first family home. Um, so you do that, I'm a, I'm a happy camper. So. Um, but, uh, sorry, I, completely, I got used to Christian being on here, so I was about to say Christian. So who you got next? But he's long gone. Um, all right, so I'm up next. Um, I'm going to throw a few names out there to kind of wrap up my, my end since it's not going to come back to me. I got Andrew Lincoln as Moon Knight. I got um, Nikolaj Poster-Waldau as Adam Warlock. And I got, of course, Michael Fassbender as Dr. Doom. So those are my... How many was that? Three? I, I'm so tired. Um, but that's, that's my remaining of my list. I managed to get through all 19 of mine, so proud of myself. Um, Tia, who else are you putting on your list? 
I'm putting uh, Jason Doring as Mr. Fantastic. Um, I put Harry Lloyd as Professor X if you want to go in a younger uh, route. I know that he plays it already on Legion, but I think that's pretty cool and wouldn't mind seeing it in the MCU. And I put Tom Pelfrey as Moon Knight. Yeah, that's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. I only went Andrew because I'm like, I always thought Andrew would be a good Batman on the CW. And I'm like, well, yeah. if he can't do Batman on the CW, what can he do Batman like? Oh, Moon Knight, which is Marvel's Batman. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> he, he could definitely do that. Um, like, I know a lot of people want the guy who played Freddie Mercury from, um, I mean, who played Freddie Mercury to be Moon Knight. I, just, I, I, I can't see it. Uh, but, I mean, he's a good actor. I, 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 I don't know. It's just weird for me to see him as Moon Knight. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we just need Moon Knight. Please bring him into the, the universe at some point, please. It's a very fun character. Uh, we got Taskmaster, for God's sake. It's time we get uh, Moon Knight. Um, Dom, who you got uh, rounding out your list? Uh, so I have uh, John uh, John Ham as Wolverine. Mm. I have um, so this is partly because I just interviewed both of them, but I have um, Michael Rourke as Doctor Doom and. Um, Hunter Cloudis as Human Torch. And I have, because I really want to see the rogue that I loved as a kid, I have uh, Emmy Rossum as rogue. Emmy? You said Emmy Rossum from, um... Yeah. Oh, God, what's that show? You know what I'm talking Rossum. about, right? Shameless? Yeah, Shameless. And, uh, and, unfortunately, think... and unfortunately, she was also in that terrible Dragon Ball... The movie. No, no. That no, was no, no, perfection. No, no, no. Excuse me, sir. That was perfection. Whoa, 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 whoa. Please be joking. AJ, I will legit cut your mic. That is not a geek vibe. Like, I mean, we're all free to have our own opinions, but AJ, come on, man. Like, people already are going to people already are gonna crucify us for loving Ivan Ooze. Please don't be the guy that enjoys uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. Um, but no, the point I was trying to make, Dom, was that that's not an actual movie. That was apparently a bad dream we all had. So you uh, she wasn't in it. She wasn't in it. So we don't have to bring that up. Um, I actually, for Rogue, weirdly, I wanted Natalie Dwyer. Um, I think she could do a really good Rogue, but I never thought Emmy. Uh, she'd be really good. She'd be really, really, really good. I didn't Rogue have like a New Orleans accent? I couldn't remember. Didn't she have like an accent? Yeah, yeah. That I don't know how I don't know how tied to that accent I am. I think that might be one of the accents that I'm okay not having. <laughs> um, but I know a lot of people are gonna be a stickler the same way I was about um, Craven. So you know you got you got to take the long way. Uh, but I think acting-wise, she'd be really good. So I wouldn't have any issues with that whatsoever. Um, AJ, we're going to pass it over to you. Round out your list. Okay. Well, I'm just going to say that Dragon Ball Evolution is an incredible movie, first off. Second <laughs> off, uh, 
He's joking, Airbender everyone. Is, He's joking. Last Airbender is number one film of all time. <laughs> if anybody disagrees, <laughs> if anybody disagrees, you have no taste in movies. AJ is practicing to be movies. a comedian. He's practicing to be a comedian, so don't worry, everybody. It's okay. It's getting late for me. I got to wake up 7 in the morning. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do um, White Tiger. And I'm going to um, have a new act. Well, for film, I'm going to make it as a film. For a film, she'll be new to it. Um, I have Isabella Gomez, who does um, mostly TV series like Modern Family and One Day at a Time. Um, before everybody gets mad because she's a TV star and going. I know how people get when TV star goes to movies. Sometimes they're not good. Sometimes they're really good, but. I have high hopes that she will be good because Zendaya came from television and went to movies and she is perfectly fine. So I just want to bring in someone new because we all been talking about actors that have been in films for a while. So, yeah, I'll choose Isabella Gomez for White Tiger. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that. I still prefer Gonzalez only because of She's the bigger name, um, and you could sell more tickets that way. But if you're doing a series, I like your pick. Uh, I don't necessarily want Gonzalez for a series. I'd rather it be a movie. Um, but for a series, I, I like your pick. I just want White Tiger. Like I know I've said this for like almost every character we, we've mentioned tonight. Um, but I just want White Tiger. I'm, I'm a huge fan of hers. He's really upset that Rosario wasn't White Tiger in uh, Marvel's Netflix. So hopefully – Feige or somebody decides that White Tiger is necessary uh, and we get her soon. I mean, if you reintroduce the Netflix characters on Hulu, bring her into Iron Fist, bring her into Daredevil, like bring her into those shows. Um, We need White Tiger. We need more representation from the Hispanic side. And she is one of of the names, not one of the bigger names, but one of the names, because there's not many, unfortunately. Um, so, I mean, yeah, we, we need White Tiger. We definitely need White Tiger. Um, I like all of our all of our lists. I think we gave Kevin Feige a lot of good ideas for Phase 5. Um, you know, everyone had a great list. Mine was obviously better than all of yours, but we all had great <laughs> lists. <laughs> um, and just for the record, everyone listening, AJ was not serious. I don't know how many more times <laughs> I could say that. I just need to stress <laughs> that. He's tired. No one hates been a long Dragon Ball day. Evolution more than I do. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I, I legit think that was the perfect example of you Americanizing something without doing any of the homework. Like, they've never seen it an episode of Dragon Ball Z. It was, Honestly, it was I bad. I all anime, anime live-action movies. They're all disgusting, and I hate them so much. I've liked, I've liked a few. <laughs> I like Death Note. I thought Death Note was good. I, really I hated Death about... Note with a passion. No, See, here's the funny thing. Alita Battle Angel. I actually enjoyed Alita Battle Angel. AJ actually loves Ghost in the Shell. He thinks that uh, Scarlett Johansson just did an amazing job with that character. Right, AJ? <laughs> Wait, what? You asked, if you asked Scarlett Johansson, she thought she did a good job with that character. Um, but to... <laughs> To end this on a good note, I want to thank Christian. Uh, make sure you guys check out his podcast, Nerds with Friend. 
Um, he did an amazing uh, job joining us tonight. Thank you, AJ. Thank you, Dom. Make sure you guys go check out Dom's video on our YouTube page. Uh, thank you, Tia. Everyone stay tuned for Top 10 tomorrow night. Geek Vibes Live on Sunday. And also, me and Dom are going to be reviewing Hobbs and Shaw, so stay tuned for that. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Geek Against the Grain. We'll see Wait, you same time, that? same place. The review Sunday. Text me, AJ. But we'll see you guys okay. same time, same place next week. Peace. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.